Good evening and welcome back to the ME7 podcast. As you can imagine, this will not be an episode that is going to last a massive amount of time. Um, finished Gillingham nil, Stockport County nil, under lights in ME7, a game in hand from uh, an FA Cup fixture that was rearranged. Uh, meant we couldn't play the game on a Saturday, but it did arrive tonight. Um, look, I'm not going to pretend... Uh, look, I know the point in isolation is a good point if you look at it that way, and I get why people would, but for me that was... Dull, uninspiring, boring. Um, I know that's all just adjectives for the same description, but I, I didn't feel much positivity coming out of Priestfield tonight. Um, I thought we were really flat. I don't think we really showed any real intent to win the game. I thought Stockport were much a better side first half. Second half, they sort of became more like us, if you like, and it became a really dull second half. Um, really nothing to note in terms of... Glaring opportunities for either side. The one from uh, Nadison in the second half should do better. But again, with our goal scoring issues, did anyone really have much confidence that was going to go into the back of the net? Not really. Um, look, it's not uh, the reason we're not going to be on it for long is because there's really not much to talk about. There's not real any big talking points or anything like that. It's just, just a case of, you know, a game that's passed by and. You know, we, we are level on points to the playoffs now, but I don't really buy that as an argument. As I've said before, that we, we might be joint on our playoffs behind on goal difference, which essentially is a point in itself because our goal difference is so bad. But you look at Walsall, who are 16th, they win their, their game in hand, they go above us. It's, it's that tight between 8th and 16th at the minute. And that's the reason why I don't really buy into the whole argument of, well, we might not have played well, but we're only one point as of the playoffs. If, if that's the case, it's just two or three teams in that bubble, I can get it. But when there's eight and, you know, we're one result or two from being 16th, potentially, that's the case of how tight it is right now. And that's why I don't really gauge much optimism from that point of view. The fact that we are still where we are, it just goes to show more the, uh, the quality or lack thereof of the teams below sixth. And, you know, we are part of that. Let's not pretend that we've been... Fantastic in recent weeks. The performance against Notts County was really good, but we didn't back it up. We dropped points at home to Swindon where we should have arguably won it on the basis of uh, chances created and the ones at the end of the game as well. You know, we, we went to Newport, we were poor, got deservedly beat. And tonight we just didn't really, for me, show any ambition to go and win the game. And that's that's really frustrating when you're the home team. First half, I thought we were so lackluster. I think we like camped on a, in our own area it was just as if we were playing and setting up that like we were the away side and we were going to the Etihad or Old Trafford or whatever in a third round of the FA Cups trying to keep the score down and that's not what I want to see when I go and watch Jules at Prucefield as a home team I want to see us be on the front foot have the impetus try and make teams fear coming here and really it's just you know first half performances away and, and home this season have been nothing sort of tragic let's not pretend otherwise it's been absolutely horrific but when we are at home under the lights, we want to create an atmosphere. I know people you know, make moans about the atmosphere and I get it's a two-way street from supporters having to cheer on the players to the players having to give something to cheer about. But when our first half record is as poor as it is and when we start games as, as we did today, it, it's just not good enough. And I know Stockport are a team that's going to have the ball. They're going to have a lot of possession. But this is also a team that conceded seven in the last two games, four on the weekend at Tranmere. They are susceptible if the pressure is put on. But we, we didn't do that. And... It was so frustrating towards the end of the game where they seemingly really looked happy for a point. It kept them top of the table just above Mansfield, whereas we need the points more. You know, for them, I know obviously they one of them win the league, of course they would, but the top three is always going to be the main priority for them just to get up 
and I just felt we we lacked any intensity or belief that we could actually go and win the game. You know, we had a few long throws that caused a few issues, but really that's just hoping for something to fall your way rather than creating a chance. And once again, from open play, we just look so devoid of ideas, so devoid of creativity, and it's just so frustrating. Um, you know, January windows looking even bleaker by every week that passes now. If I'm being honest, you know, the, the players we let go, the players we brought in, and you know, Josh Walker's come in, isolated today, didn't really notice him. Same as his performance um, last weekend. Is he an upgrade on Nichols or Bond? It's maybe a bit harsh to say no so early on, but that's the sort of feeling I'm getting. Uh, Josh Andrews, obviously injured, uh, a reoccurrence of an injury today from uh, from all reports. He played and scored in a training game against Brentford, then had to come off of a hip injury. Uh, Stephen Clemens has now confirmed this. And, you know, he came in already injured, which... You know, I know it's a permanent deal. He's 22 years old and he looks to the future, but there's a red flag around that for me to sign a player and let two uh, sign a player who's already injured and let two of them go is confusing to me. Hurtado obviously was a real bright spot, looked to be a great addition to us. And you know, it's nobody's fault that he's got injured, but that just is sort of the luck as it is being a Jules fan and whatever the striking problems have had over the past few years. You probably could have seen it coming, but um. Yeah, it is going to be a short one today because there really is not much to talk about. Um, but yeah, for me, just to sign off on my point of view before I hand over to Matt, I thought it was a game that we never really wanted to win, which was really frustrating. Um, didn't show the impetus to go and win the game. I know we didn't have the forward line we would have wanted to with Augley Hawkins and Silvanis, meaning he could only play part of the second half. But regardless of that, I just don't think we look like creating anything today. Is has been the story for a lot of our games this season. We were... Just happy to, to keep the score at nil nil and, and be on our way. And you know, from Stockport's point of view, I thought they looked like they wanted to win the game in the first half. They put a lot of pressure on us about creating anything clear cut. But I think second half they sort of just as it went on, probably had the same point of view of well, it's not a bad point, we'll just take that and leave, which they're more liberty to do given their position than, than we are, I feel. But there yeah, was a game that lacked any any real quality or ambition from either side for the most part. But um yeah, it's a good point if we win on Saturday. If we don't, then I'd it's a poor point. We look back to why we didn't try harder to win the game, you know, keeping keeping the ball when we had it in the last five minutes or so, not trying to go and get that winner was for me quite negative and again not what you want to be at home. The when when there's five minutes left in the game and it's nil nil regardless of who you're playing, the, the crowd will be up for it. They want you to try and find that winner and you know, try and send everyone home happy. It's not gonna happen every time, of course it's not, but at least show the intent to try and make it happen. That's that's what I feel about it. Matt, um, give us your overview of, uh, of today's performance and the result. Uh, boring. Uh, yeah. You know, it was, I mean, look, I, 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 I thought about it on the drive home and I'm going to take the positives. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to give my visual view on the sort of the positives from tonight. And, in two games, we've taken four points off potentially the team that are going to end up. Are you there? Oh, can you hear me, mate? Hello, mate. Can you hear me? If somebody give me a thumbs up if they can hear me. For those listening, can you please um, just uh, put in the comments whether you can hear Matt? Because I know we have issues sometimes with these sort of things, but I can't hear him at this moment in time. So. If you could just uh, send us a quick tweet and just confirm whether you can or can't hear Matt, and I'll be able to make it work on that if needed. Oh, 
I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll carry on just thinking, yeah, all that, I've seen a thumbs up. There you go. Thank, thank you. Yeah. So look, yeah, positive look. We're, we're, we've taken four, four points off basically the team that are going to, Right, Matt, try again. Speak for me, please. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Can you hear me? Okay. There you go. I can hear you now. Sorry. It always seems to be you for some reason. I'm not sure why. Um, just for my benefit, I think everyone else could hear you except for me. Are you able to start that again? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, all I'm saying is that in terms of the positives from, from tonight, like, we, we've taken four points off the team that are basically going to win this league, I think. you know, um, They've had a bit of a blip in the last couple of weeks, but Look at the way they played tonight. They pressed us high. You know, they, they really came at us. They, they blocked all the channels. They made it hard for us to play. The, you know, they are a really good League Two team. And, you know, if they go up, congratulations. And, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm all pleased for them. But from a Jill's point of view, I've got to understand that, yes, we, you know, Hawkins was ill and, you know, probably didn't really want to come on when he had to, but we were struggling up top, and up. obviously, obviously, we all know what's happened with Hortado. You know, Walker. I don't know for whatever reason he's just not clicking at the moment. Uh, obviously, the, the issue with Andrews, which is annoying. I hate to say it after the performance like tonight. I'm kind of glad we've got a point out of it and we've not walked away with the loss. But it was just so uneventful. And apart from the shots from Williams that uh, I think got me out of my seat and the referee just being a twat, to be honest, because he was letting so much go. Um, you know, and then giving silly yellow cards to players who were taking their time going off when he, you know, it should have been done a long time before then. You know, players falling over and going, oh, I've, I've been hurt or, or whatever for no apparent reason. You know, just time wasting and not bothering to hurry them up or, or do anything about it. It was just such a frustrating evening. And look, Saturday, it's my birthday game, so it's got to be a win. You know, it's got to be, we've got to come back, back strong because Newport was bad. Today wasn't as bad, but it needs to get better. Yeah, it really does. Um, I, I don't know about you, Matt, but I, I just don't. I know our first half record is so poor, and it has been so poor for quite a while, which is incredibly frustrating in itself. But I, I, for me, I, I thought it was just so frustrating that we didn't seem to show any ambition to try and win that game. I don't know if that's down to the lineup, and you know, obviously without Ollie Hawkins, we have to play a different way and we've been playing that way with Ollie for a lot of recent games and adjusting to it with different personnel, it might be a bit of a struggle, but at the same time, it's, it's so disappointing and so frustrating as Gillingham fans to go into a game at Priestville. It's one win in seven, I think, at home now. Um, that being the Wimbledon game, and that was a last-minute winner in itself, to go go to Priestfield and what last season, end of last season specifically, was a fortress. We were playing well, we were winning games, and at the minute going to Priestfield, it, it seems like you always know the first half's going to be 
drab. We're not going to create much. And it's just whether the fans and the reigning men can steer us on to getting a, a late winner or one moment in the second half to get us the three points. But yeah, just try and, try and sum up that first half and Bajor's performance. Because I think for me, it was just copy and paste of most first half performances we've had in recent weeks. Well, even longer than that, really, especially at home as well. Just for one reason or another, our first half performances are just not there at all, are they? There's, there's nothing there in the first half for Jills. And, you know, I don't think anyone can really put their finger on why that is. Yeah, we're, we're so slow out of the block um, at home. And, you know, and uh, well, I, I say that. I, I think we 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 started okay. Um, probably up until about sort of the 15-minute mark. I think it was pretty much up until... Johnny Williams had that shot, you know, I thought, you know, it was quite a, a sort of back and forth contest and we were trying to create chances, but then then it just slowed right down. And the amount of times Max Clark out on the left was in acres of space, no one around him. And instead of whipping the ball out to him, it was passed, you know, from Max to Shad. Or, you know, or, or from Connor to Max. And yet... If we're going to try and play quick and get at these teams, especially at home, whip the ball straight out to Max to run onto so we can get on the attack quickly. We've got fast players. And we, we are meant to be attacking these players, you know, attacking these defences you know, with speed. I'm sure that is ultimately what Clements is trying to go for here. But we're not doing it. We're pedestrian at home. And, I, yeah, I just don't understand why. I... I I kind of hoped the last waltz thing would would you know maybe get the players going a bit and you know it, maybe it does for the first five ten minutes but then yes I understand these games are you know they're chess matches you know they go on forever it's hard but I'm so just frustrated that we can't come out of the block and fight and and, and we've got no sort of killer instinct up up top at the moment and. I feel that's where our lack of, um, you know, I mean, two goals, I think, in that starting 11 at kickoff. Two goals. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. It's, it's um, I, I'm so frustrated, but with everything that's going on, I just feel that, you know, if we really want to go up this season, and I'm going to say it now, we need to go into the loan market, try and find a, a proven goal scorer who is a free agent that wants to come and sign on till the end of season and just say to him, look, here you go, he's a grand every goal you score because we need goals if we want to go up this season. And at the moment, I mean, that starting 11, as I said, what, two goals in the entirety of that starting 11, it's not good enough. No, I can't see a, a case where we look into the free agent market now. I remember the uh, the rumours before the season started or just after maybe about Lyle Taylor coming in, a free agent that got denied by uh, the powers that be. And, you know, you look at what he's done at Cambridge under Neil Harris, scoring goals very regularly. Would have been someone I would have taken here. But I digress. These, uh, these striker problems go much further than Stephen Clements, Neil Harris, everyone before. Um the uh, department upstairs didn't do their jobs and we didn't get that person who's going to be a proven goal scorer. But I think there is more to it than that. I think the creativity in the round of strikers has been just so poor. Like, it really has. Um, for me, Coleman and Dieng, you don't need both of them. 
And if I had to pick one, it would be Coleman, because I think he's been standout this season in general. But I think we just need a lot more creativity in that midfield. I think Johnny Williams has flattered to deceive for the vast majority of this season. Um, and, you know, George, George Lapsey, another one, not been in his in his best form since signing for us, said that to us himself tonight. Uh, but I think that's just the major thing. I was quite surprised Conor Mahoney didn't make it on today. I know he was, wasn't great by all accounts on Saturday. Wasn't too great against Swindon either, even though he came on and, and did score the penalty. I don't think he did much part of that, but he is someone who is creative. I feel a bit sorry for Romeo Hutton because really, you know, we know the sort of player he can be, but he's got so many limited options, especially with Hawkins off the pitch as well, that it does make his job a bit more difficult to be that uh, that spark in the attacking third. And when you're looking at a right wing back to do that, it's, you know, alarm bells in itself. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, there's not really much more to talk about, to be honest. Um, in the second half, Matt, it was, again, I'm trying to find a talking point out of it, but I just don't think there really is one. Um, we had one half chance with Ashley Nadison, which he put over, stopped Port, didn't really create anything clear-cut themselves. As I said at the top of the, top of the show, they sort of just fed into the, the rhythm of the game that we were playing, and the longer it went on, the more they looked happy to just take a point and move on. Um Ben Hinchstiff and uh, Stockport goal probably had the most boring night of his life. Um, and, and yeah, it was just a game that the longer it went on, it just seemed like it was destined to be nil-nil and that neither side were either brave enough or, or uh, had an issue with the scoreline as it is. Stockport, as I said, I can understand them just wanting the point because it, they're still in a very good position and it gets them out of the rut they were currently in. But for us, I think we just need to show a lot more impetus in that second half to try and take the game to them. I think there's a succession of long throw-ins we had that didn't quite lead to anything and an addition chance that I talked about. But other than that, I can't think of anything. One shot on target all game, which was that Johnny Williams strike from about 35 yards out that was never really going to trouble Hinchliffe in the Stockport goal. And that at home, regardless of the opposition, that for me just isn't good enough. And you'll see teams who are right down there, you know, Stockport's, uh, not Stockport, Sutton's Forest Green, they probably would have done more to try and win that game than we did tonight. And that's my main my main frustration. Yeah, <clears throat> frustration. So yes, yes, it is. But I just feel. I mean, I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at the stats. Three three shots we had, one on target. That that was a Johnny Williams effort in the first half. In that what first 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was. You know, that's. I I just feel that's not good enough. You know, I know we are playing the league leaders, but. Yeah, it's just not good enough. I I, I don't I, honestly, mate. I've got nothing really else to say. It's I, I want on Saturday the boys to come out and really, literally hit home and 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 understand that you know I understand that the, the, the lineup and why the lineup was there, but we needed to have a go at least, and we didn't. And it, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm just so frustrated, and I don't know how else to, you know. To emphasise that, you know, basically, sorry, I just we we need no, I'm the same, I'm, I'm the same. But we, we, again, it's like you say there, we we want us to come out and put impetus on Wrexham at the weekend. But we've said this after every game, you know, when we beat Notts County, everyone was in really joyful mood and rightly so. When we thought we'd take us into Swindon, we put the game to them. We were dominated for the first. 20, 25 minutes of that game when they got their goal, we didn't come out of the blocks again in the first half, and. Yeah, my theory is Wrexham, although they're not great defensively, they do have players who can score goals. And if they put it on us from the start of the game, because we're probably not going to do that, 
and create chances. If they get one, maybe even two, it's going to be too much to come back from. And, you know, it, they can see goals, which is a positive I can look towards. But again, so sort of Stockport four in the last game and we, we didn't make any effort to to make that uh, make that from seven goals we've seen the last two games to, you know, eight, nine, ten, I don't know. I, I just thought we were we were really poor. And look, it's a good point if we win on Saturday, but I, I want to be optimistic about it. But it is quite difficult because I look at the games we have left, right? I'm going to get them up now on a, on a quick Google just because I see the point very regularly about... Um, us being level on points to the playoffs, us being uh, this, that, and, you know, the, the fact is there are eight other teams who are within four points maximum of the playoff places, right? And that, to me, is fine, but there's been so many people in there. It's about people, teams. It's about consistency, and whoever gets that most consistency is the team that's going to get it. And when you look at our fixtures and who we've still got to play, I would be hard-pressed to find any of the teams in and around us who have a tougher run in than we do. So just to go through all our remaining fixtures, because we may as well, because a lot of the teams we are playing are ones up there. So Wrexham, obviously, on Saturday, who are in the uh, top four. Then we travel to Salford, who have under, had a resurgence, not late, uh, not yet say a defeat, I believe, under Carl Robinson, or it might just be the one defeat, but they've been in very good form since he came in. Then we travel to Barrow for that rearranged fixture. Again, another team in the top six. Tranmere, who are on a bit of a run at the minute, but even them, they're only eight points away from the top seven. The way this league is, you wouldn't discount it. Wimbledon again uh, after that, so that's another game against a team fighting for the playoffs. Grinsby should win. Then we travel to Morecambe, another team who are in the playoff mix. Crew, who are top three. Harrogate, who are top six. Bradford, who are two points behind us under resurgence. Barrow again, uh, who are in the top four. Then we travel to Mansfield, who are in the top two, and then we host Doncaster on the final day. So, I don't want to sound negative, but the reason I don't look at where we are in the table and see it as a massive positive is because, one, there's so many teams around us who could be, you know, like I said earlier, Warsaw 16th. If they win the next game, they go above us. If we lose ours, that's just the, the nature of it. So that's one reason. And secondly, our running is very, very difficult with the teams around us. It is. And we need to sort of run together if we want to get you know, into the playoffs or stay in the playoffs because... I say it on, on pretty much every podcast, this is one of the toughest League Twos there's probably ever been. But there is a way out of it, but we need to score goals. And, you know, I think being, I think you said, you might have said it earlier, uh, but, you know, with our goal difference, it is literally like an extra point. You know, and there's going to be teams around us. I believe there's teams around us that have actually still got games in hand as well. You know, it, I'm just double checking now. Actually, I'm just having a quick Google. Yeah, how? Yeah, Walsall, Walsall are one of them, and they're 16th, and they they win that, they'd go above us. That's how big the gap is, but how tight it is at the same time. Yeah, but like Harrogate, seventh, they they've got a game uh, in hand. Knotts uh, County game in hand, Morecambe game in hand, Accrington game in hand, Crawley, even Crawley game in hand, Newport game in hand. Yeah, so they win those games in hand. We're straight out of the playoffs anyway. It's, it's, it's an absolute nightmare situation because this is one of the toughest leagues to there's, there's ever been. But I said there, there is a way out of it, but the way out of it is by scoring goals. And if we're not going to score goals, then we're not going to get out of this league. And at the moment, I can't see us scoring any more goals. 
No, uh, it's, it's a struggle. 31 goals all season. I get the argument that this isn't Clements' team, but also he knew what he was coming into. And as a coach, it's his job to improve them. And I've not, I can't think of one player who's improved under him so far, which is a big problem uh, for me personally. Um, look, this isn't a Harris argument. We're past that now. But I do just think that Clements needs to really sort this out. Um, it's not all on him, obviously, but. At the same time, he's a coach. He's been brought in knowing the players he has. And I don't think he's improved any of them, to be honest. Um, I think his win percentage is 29% of the minute. One win in seven uh, at home is really, really poor. I think it's one win in seven in general now after this result today. And, you know, I saw Robbie Stockdale's comments the other day saying we were in a really good moment when we'd won one in, uh, one in five at that point. I didn't agree with that because... For one in five is not good form, and we were where we were. And you know, two more games have passed since then. We've drawn one, lost the other, not scored a goal. So look, things need to change. Will they change? Who knows? Um, but yeah, Matt, any uh, any lasting comments, or shall we uh, shall we leave it for tonight? Because we are quite, um, as you can all understand, quite devoid of uh, topics. Uh, I've got a topic. Oh. I don't know if you've seen it, but I've just seen it. Um... Uh, I think it was it sent to the ME7 thing. Uh, the game on uh, Saturday is uh, the Her Game Two day. Uh, uh, Her Game Two day as well. Uh, so uh, obviously, yeah, come along for that as well. So that should be a um, a good bit of fun as well. Yeah, of course, Her Game Two fixtures very much uh, celebrated. Uh, I should the. Um the uh, rainbow ball that was used today um very good initiative uh, uh the only issue was there was a uh, donation for every goal scored so um i'm sure Gillingham and stockport very much apologize for that but um i think when you when you give that sort of uh, opportunity to Gillingham, we shouldn't expect much cash back but that's a shame but a great initiative regardless and uh yeah we look forward to the uh, her game two designated fixture for this saturday against uh Wrexham. but um yeah we'll go through um some of the comments. Richard Cherry says Andrew's going for a scan, thigh injury. Uh back says non league Nadison is the only option, but his performance tonight and on Saturday confirms he's lucky to even be in a match day squad. Neil says devoid of anything. Daniel Bond, Marston has five goals himself and he started. Yeah, top scorer or joint top scorer, I believe now. Um on and on Andrew's um I guess I'm I, I can say this now because it's everyone knows he's, he's injured. Um so uh, I was told when we before we went on stage earlier today to do the um, pre-match show that it should be just add, add another week onto his return. So he was due to be back for the Wrexham game. So they're hoping it's just a week, two maximum onwards from that. But um, yeah, that remains to be seen. I remember the times we heard that about um, Matty, Matty Willock back in the day. Um, Two-week Willock, we used to call him. Hopefully it's not a similar nickname coming for Josh Andrews. Um <clears throat> Jules SFT says nobody from the midfield wants to take the ball off the centre backs. The movement is exceptionally uh, exceptionally forced, with no real intention of wanting the ball. Rarely see a player point to where he wants it and receive it. It's a simple jog, just to look busy doesn't suffice. Uh, David Miller, uh, Dave Miller, says focus was always on strikers when a huge issue exists in midfield. One pace and no creativity. If anyone thinks Alfie May would have been prolific in this team, is deluded. I completely agree with that. Um, Oh, these are just loads of comments saying they can hear Matt when I couldn't. Um, that's not says you're welcome, Wrexham. Martin Fuchs says our manager didn't want to start with strikers, Hawkins and Addison for some reason. Well, Hawkins was was ill, so I couldn't play um, the full 90. Uh, preferring Clark and Walker, so we don't have a fit combo. 
which is an improvement on Bond and Nichols, both of whom uh, left us for clubs higher up in the league. Odd transfer business. Um, yeah, it does say a lot that um, Madison was fit, but they chose to go with uh, Walker, who obviously is a striker, and Clark, who isn't ahead of him. So that's... Um, you know, makes you think. Uh, David Robertson says got a draw uh, in part as part of our new uh, free mat, free word match review. So get involved with them. Uh, Matt says we're getting nowhere near the playoffs. Unfortunately, um, yeah, I'm quite inclined to agree at this moment in time. To be completely honest, um, but yeah, that will do for us. Um, uh, Wrexham had the luxury of resting strikers tonight. Well, yeah, it's a bad, uh, big problem that they don't have uh, a lot of them, isn't it? Um, but yeah, one positive, I suppose, Will Boyle was always uh, sent off for Wrexham tonight. So that's uh, one centre-back down for them on Saturday. Um, if we choose to try and actually create anything, that might be helpful. But um, if it's like tonight, I suppose it won't make too much of a difference. But um, yeah, very short one tonight, as I'm sure you could all understand. Not much positivity, but it is a point. If we win on Saturday, I'll look at it as a good point. If we don't, then, well, that's just the case. Jules didn't do enough tonight. Um didn't try hard enough for me personally, and that's the minimum that we ask was fans. So I'm really disappointed in that. But look, we go on to Saturday's game, the her game two dedicated fixtures. We host Wrexham, looking for um, a win, first win at home in the eight. It would be if we are to achieve it, and one win that could be very important uh, in our course to, to get the playoffs. Uh, a very close but also very elusive dream is what I put it at this moment in time. But um, yeah, we're back for a preview on that. Either Thursday or Friday night, and then we'll be back to uh, review it on the Saturday. So, yeah, until next time, up the jewels and good night. <laughs>